three, four, two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop saying so that we can all now try this. Hey guys, welcome to another jam-packed live episode of Now Try This with your boys Nick and Marcus. Try stuff. No, I always... Ooh, oh, yeah, that I was good. Like, you were on a roll. You were just like... Anxious. Yeah, I got anxious. Like, that I was, was all like, it was. I heard it, and You're I was like, fine. oh, this is good. And then I was like, wait, what's that? <laughs> hey, guys, this is the podcast where we try things, challenges of things we love. We challenge each other to also love them. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do. But today uh-huh. is my challenge to you. Oh, no. Uh, and I fucked up because last week I gave you a challenge of something that we literally couldn't do. Because my stuff couldn't get delivered. So last week, we challenged each other to watch, or to play Zelda, Majora's Mask. But I couldn't get my copy because it was in storage, and scheduling messed that up. So that'll have to be my next challenge, unless something else comes up. So, in the interim... Well, I mean, the next challenge is... It's October, so uh, Spooky Scary Boys are back in town. Oh, yeah, you're right. Spooky Scary Spooky Boys. Spooky Scary Boys are going to be back in town... And I don't know about you, but I know my challenges are all going to be horror-related. Yeah, you're right. Cause, no, no, no. I got one more challenge before the month's over. There you go. Yeah, I do. Because the 17th... No, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Oh, okay. What do I always have to start off? Scooky Scary Month. I don't know, man. Scooky Scary Month? Scooky Scary Scooky Month. Scooky Scary Month. I got to start thinking about that. Then after October's over... You know what? That's fine. Because we can both start playing the game now. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like a forty-hour game. It's pretty long. It's, it's a pretty long. long one. It's also twenty-four hour. And like you looked it up, and it was like on the last episode, I think, and it was like twenty-four hours. But that's like if you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played for twenty years. I don't yeah. want to remember. Yeah. Oh boy. But whatever. We'll do that after in November. That'll come back up. Next one will be Spooky Scary Story Month. Uh, but today in the interim. I challenge you to watch Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, and I totally watched that movie. Oh my god. Uh, Did you? I'm glad. Yep. Uh, But first, tell people how they can get in contact with us. So, um, I'm going to translate that, and I think Nick said, tell people how they can get in contact with us. Google Gaga Google. You can uh, go on Instagram. You can go on Twitter. And now try this cast. You can go on the Facebooks. Now try this cast.com. And you could reach out to us, tweet at us, message us. We're, every episode, we're always say, taking in suggestions. We're always giving people homework <laughs> to do at home. Try the challenges along with us and let us know what you guys think. Or if it's, we're talking about something that you liked or hated, let us know what Just you Just like Chris House did from at House Chris. Nice. Nice. And now try this cast. Hi, Nick and Marcus. I'm a listener from Taiwan. Just want to tell you guys that your show has been a lot of fun. Smiley face. If you're t- taking suggestions, you should do the. Do you want to hear this? And it, do you want to do this challenge without knowing what it is, or do you want to hear it and we'll do it later? I want to hear it. Okay. Uh, if you're I- taking suggestions, you should do the podcast. My dad wrote a porno. A try. Give give the podcast. My dad wrote a porno. A try. It's really delightful and got me through a difficult year. Now I've never listened to it. I've never listened to it too. I've heard about it. I've he- I've heard about it. But it's, I've never it's up there either. in the echelon of you have to listen to this podcast. Yeah. It's like that one, Serial, My Favorite Murder. Have you listened to Serial? How did this get made? Uh, yeah, I love Serial. Oh, okay. The first season. Yeah. Second oh. season I did not listen no, to. No. But the third season's I coming out soon. I listened to the second season. Third season's coming like out soon. 
Oh, really? And, and it's not a but case... I feel like the second season didn't end. Like, she just stopped. Well, the first one didn't, I know. No, the first one ended and oh. was like, this is the end. Oh, season I think two I feel like that like, happened. But 30 episodes came out and then that was it. It didn't even have an ending. Oh, really? It didn't have a... It just kind of stopped. Because I thought I got, like, canceled or something? I don't know. I don't know. But the third season's coming out soon. Okay. Because I got an email, because I'm on the email list. Nice. And it's not about a specific case. Yes. It's about... Don't give free sponsorship. It's <laughs> uh, it's, it's about the court system in Chicago. Like, a, about a hunt... A lots of court systems. Lots of court cases. Uh, okay. And about how the system puts you down. <laughs> got it. That's, that's going to be interesting. An, oh, an uplifting podcast. Got yeah. it. And then he also said, by the way, I did give the podcast a review on iTunes, but it's the Taiwan store. I don't know if that helps. We let him back, said thanks for listening. Of course, it helps. I don't know how to... I didn't realize... <laughs> I Until he said this, I didn't realize they didn't aggregate to the feed I look at. So oh, we really? can have tons of Wait, so how did you find this one? Well, this is Twitter. Oh! And he said he... Left a review. And the Taiwan store. <laughs> We could be popular in Taiwan. Well, because of that, I did do a little research, and I was able to find one pod, one review from March 3rd from Mexico, from Guy Guy 457 <laughs> I'm sorry, Guy Guy 452 Nice. Okay. And he said, the first one I've ever listened to, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> Five stars. Thanks, Guy Guy 452 I love that. Yeah. How do you... Wait, so you have to change the country? I signed up for a service so I can get a feed. Of oh. This is the only one I've seen. That's amazing. Um, so now I'll know. That's but it only goes so far back without paying money. I don't know how to pay money. Yeah. So there might be more. <laughs> oh my there. gosh. Yeah. Isn't That's that fun? incredible. Yeah. Wow. We have listeners in Taiwan. We have listeners in Mexico that have tweeted and left reviews for us. Guys, we love the love. Please uh, leave us five stars. Tweet at us. Let us know you're out there. We want to hear from you. Start a conversation. Give us suggestions. Whatever no. you want. I don't want to hear no. from anybody. We're too famous now. <laughs> We're worldwide. Two reviews We're and international, baby. The internationally I'm hit acclaimed podcast. <laughs> now, try, what'd you say? I'm gonna hit a pit bull, baby. We're international. <laughs> Yo, you think he wants to collab? Yo, pit bull. Yo, everybody, tweet at pit bull. <laughs> tweet at pit bull and let him know that we are Ooh. ready and waiting for. Him to be a guest in the podcast. Yeah. He can choose the challenge. Yeah, any any level of success, whether it be <laughs> moderate <laughs> to high, goes immediately to my head. <laughs> well, that's Marcus for you. Um, uh, again, guys, uh, tweeted us, leave us reviews. Uh, it helps a lot, and it lets us know you're out there. Crazy Rich Asians. March. I've been dating for over a year now, and I think it's about time people met my beautiful girlfriend. What about us taking an adventure east? Like Queen? Ah! Hilarious. <laughs> I hardly know anything about them. Every time I bring them up, it changes the subject. Maybe his parents are poor and he has to send them money. Plot twist! We can't afford this. So your family is rich? We're comfortable. That's exactly. That's what rich people say. Man, why are okay, we that's the- making reaction videos? <laughs> oh, reaction videos! Those are so good. Guys, if you want us to react to movie trailers, game trailers, all the trailers out there like everyone else does on the internet. Why? I don't understand. I, I don't like them. You never watch reaction videos? I watch reaction videos. Oh. I don't like them. <laughs> then why do you watch them? To, because they they are They're like everywhere. popular, yeah. and then it happens where it's like this. Literally today, there was a guy, and he was like, 
I've never listened to Bohemian Rhapsody before. And I was like, okay, I want to see his reaction. And so I played and he, it. And he, he was just kinda, like, he listened. He listened. And at the end, he was like, wow, that was real good. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> he was just like nodding along, like, yeah, that's good. This is fire. I will, and I was like, cool. I will repeat, I will advocate the other side because I do agree with you mostly. And also, BuzzFeed um, wrote an article about that. Too, or some some like news aggregate site wrote an article about that guy reacting. So really? I was like, "Oh, let me click." And oh, I'm a fucking Jesus idiot. Christ. They got me. They fucking, fucking got, got me. They got your click on the review on the news article and on the video. Mm-hmm. Double dipped. They double dipped your ass. I fucking they got me, dude. But there is one react- reactor that I do watch on YouTube. He reacts to magic performances, and he <laughs> <laughs> and he's a magician. So he usually opens up his Shut videos up, by dude. doing a no. magic trick, and then he'll review. To hold on, let me find it. You, that was like the saddest thing I've ever heard you say in my life. What the fuck, magician? I watch all magician that reviews magicians. Magician reacts. So, okay, here you go. so for the longest time, magicians have taken selected cards. No, How on. many subscribers does he have? Uh. 39,000. Look at this. Look at the magic shit. What? Look at that. Oh, man. Magic. Dope music. Oh, oh boy. Look at that magic. Can you use that? I can do that. (laughs) Nick, uh, how do you do that? For this to be at home, how do you do that? Nick is watching this guy do magic. And this is not good podcasting at all. How, how, how did he do that? Did you see that? He threw the... Uh, what? How did he do it? It was a different card and then it was a different card. Bye now. He always opens... Shut up. He always opens that. Literally and then, the first 40 and then watches. An but here's... No, he, he's showing off that he's... What are you buying? Just, you're not buying anything. He doesn't sell anything. It said buy now. Click the link below. Oh, did it? Yeah. It said buy now. Click the link in the description. Well, I don't know. Hold on. What are you buying? There's nothing for sale in his description. Is that also a magic trick? <laughs> Maybe I already bought it. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but he reacts. He shows that, and then he reacts to magicians. But he's a magician, so he'll he'll talk Critique? about the tricks oh. and the tips and, like... Oh, but he's not part of the magician's club. Not yet. He's an aspiring professional magician. Uh, he's pretty good. So he's like, but he's not famous. Or got anything. it. Got yeah, it, yeah. Got it, got it. But he knows all the techniques and everything. He's just not at that level yet. Yeah. I don't know. I like him. And so there you go. I watch those reactions. I like how you outwardly laughed at me when I brought it up. Yeah, that was, that was real embarrassing for you. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed about it. Edward Toda, check him out. Magician reacts on YouTube. Don't go check him out. Guys. Yo, tweet at him, and he'll he can be a guest on the podcast. No, you don't want a magician because no, because here's what's oh gonna my happen. God. Can we get a magician? No, a guest on the podcast? you don't like That'd magicians. Be the dumbest thing. Why? Because it's a visual medium. <laughs> No, he could do uh, like mind bending shit. Like no, uh, those are stupid. It's like think of a number. Well, no, no, he can. I think of we can, think of a number. He can make us. He can challenge us. We can watch. Now you see me too with him, guys. If you want to hear us review, now you see me too. Not now you. Now you don't. Now you see me too <laughs> with a magician like Edward Toda. Tweet at him. Let him know we're looking for him, and we can have a real magician. React. <laughs> No. Review. Because you're just going to sit there the too. whole time being be like, oh, he's going to keep like doing magic tricks and you're going to keep getting a bonus. He's in Australia. He can't come. We would do it over Skype, you dingus. You don't think he's not going to do magic tricks on Skype? Oh, I hope so. He's going to have a 
green screen. I everything. really hope so. This is amazing, guys. See? If you want that to happen, tweet no. us at now. Try this cash. Hashtag magic is real. <laughs> Oh okay. god! Also, if you don't want that to happen, tweet at us. <laughs> All right, uh, Marcus, tell me what you knew about Crazy Rich Asians before you saw. Um, so uh, I oh, so not a lot. I knew that there was crazy people in the movie. Um, that they were rich and that they were of Asian descent. That's pretty much uh, what I knew. I saw the trailer and it looked like a good movie. Uh, I, it wasn't that trailer because I wouldn't have watched that movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, but it looked good. It looked good, and it has Constance Wu in it, who's in Fresh Off the Boat. And I love. I used to watch that show a lot. I liked it. Um, I love her. Yeah, so I wanted to check it out. Nick, why did you give me Crazy Rich? Asians? I gave you Crazy Rich Asians for a couple reasons. Um, I like you. No, also. you're only allowed to give one reason. That is the rule of the podcast. Okay, let me think. One of the, big reason. Let me think of the best reason. Yeah, what's the best reason? Why did you uh, give me this podcast? Henry Golding is hot. Nice. No, because uh, well, this has been on my radar for radar for a little while because I love romantic comedies. So anytime that ones are come through the grapevine about them coming out, you do love romantic comedies. Like I was thinking about this because um, we were talking about like I was. It's almost October. I'm watching horror movies already. Uh, my house Yo, is already decorated with. Oh, it's been getting I good just reviews. Saw a trailer. Oh, it's like a better trailer than I've seen. I can't wait. It looks really cool. Um, but, like, I, I've been watching horror movies, but I love all horror movies, good or bad. Like, I just, I just love the genre. Oh, that's how I am. With romantic comedy. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking. And I was like, you, for you, that's romantic comedies. Yeah. Yeah. It helped me understand a little bit more of, like, your romantic Well, it's because your love. parents made you watch horror movies. My parents made me, my mom made me watch Made Manhattan? Yeah. Oh, nice. Jennifer Lopez, Julie Roberts, those were fucking... Oh, that's all. That was. I wonder what I would be like if my parents made me watch that instead of horror movies. I wonder what I would be like if my parents made me watch horror movies. The one time... I, well, here's the thing, though. I don't know, because the one time my family did make me watch a horror movie... You were movie, traumatized? I was traumatized, and now I have I have a phobia against anything related to that to that genre that we don't have to talk about it. Guys, if you can guess what that is... Tweet us, <laughs> add, now try this cast. With guess pictures. my phobia. Just send pictures of what the phobia might be. Like, no! <laughs> Put that out. I'm going to raise the volume oh on that part more than anything else you could know. That no, sounds that. awful. Because if there's any true tr- true triers out there, I've said it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you do? You've opened Pandora's box. Oh, and this yeah. is going to be the most popular episode ever. <laughs> and everyone's going to tweet at us. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You're going to have to handle the Twitter for a little while. Yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Good. um, so it's been this this movie has been on my radar for a little while. Um, but there's also a friend of mine at work, uh, Mari. She's in the movie. No, oh. but she's Asian American, and she was so excited about this movie leading up to it. Yeah. She would talk about it all the time. Read all the books. Was kind of, so I like was yeah, she got me hyped too. Yeah. Um, and then once and it was a big deal when it came out because of there hasn't been. This big of an Asian American led movie yeah. since I feel like it was twenty five years. The Joy Luck Club, I think, is mm-hmm. the movie that they always reference, um, and that felt like a big deal. And I wanted to be supportive. There's also a podcast I listen to called the Slash Filmcast. Yeah, yeah. And one of the guys um, on there with his wife back in Seattle rented out a theater. No, bought out a theater. 
and gave out free tickets just for the premiere of this movie. And they were doing that all over the country. I forget what they were calling it. The Golden Something. Yeah, yeah. And Asian Americans all over the country were doing that just because of how important this movie was. And it just reminded me, it felt, you know... I mean, minorities got to stick together. It, It reminded me of those moments when, like... We want Coco to do wow, or we want, yeah. you know, it felt like that same kind of thing, so I wanted to see the movie also. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, I feel like, it's it's so funny, because I feel like within the minority communities, there's always, like, infighting, and everyone, for some reason, this race hates that race, or whatever, it's yeah. like, but white people hate all of us, so, like, just, like, let's all yeah, get along. <laughs> well, I think that's, I mean, that's a great point. I think In the Heights did that really well, the musical. Yeah. Because... Everyone in it is a different Hispanic. There's Puerto Ricans, there's Dominicans, mm-hmm. there's Cubans, and they treat it all like they're friends and family. When in real life, the Puerto Ricans are over there, Dominicans are over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah they there. hate each other. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's. I feel like that's. I feel like that that was worse 10, 15 years ago. I feel like it's changing. I think it's getting better now. I feel like it's changing. I feel like, I feel like the conversation, the the encapsulation of what Latino, Latinx means, yeah, yeah. and like the the push behind yeah. it is changing. I also, yeah, I also feel like that's you know? the same thing with a lot of uh, uh, our generation of whatever race. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I just feel like we're just being more accepting. I also feel like it's you also know? the dilution of the culture because we're first generation born here. Yeah. And our, parents were first generation born there the mm-hmm. last generation born there yeah and just like just like a polish person now is four or five generations removed it just gets diluted i think yeah, yeah. i feel like eventually we'll you know get to that point yeah where um, it's like we're latino yeah but like, it's also it's amazing to like finally see um asian an asian movie like a movie with asians <coughs> in it that doesn't have karate starring, that doesn't have well there's <coughs> that one scene <laughs> They're filming a movie. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, they... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, you're right. That doesn't have karate in it or, or something. Or isn't like a, a bullet... That isn't a stereotype movie. Fu. It's a... Com- what is it's, it called? Gunfu. That's what it's called. Gunfu. It's, yeah. it's, it's an embracing of the culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the difference. Um, and that's why I wanted to give you the movie. Uh, and then I saw it and I was like, this is a great movie. I cried three times. Yeah. Kudos to you if you can guess all the points that I did cry. We'll talk about it okay. as they come up. Okay. Um, uh, I'll give you bonus points of the game we're going to play. Nice. If you can guess all those. When you cried. Yeah, when I cried in this movie. Three times. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I just I just loved it. I mean, I saw it twice. I Romantic comedies is a genre that it's really, really easy to make a bad movie and, and still fit the tropes of yeah. romantic comedy. And this movie is not perfect. Fits a lot of tropes of the mm-hmm. genre, but... It it adds. There's this magic, almost this charm that a romantic comedy has to have. It doesn't have to have the most thrilling plot. It doesn't yeah. have to have anything that changes the thing. But if it can grasp this charm thing, yeah. which I think this movie does, I think it's a great romantic comedy. And that's, that's why. That's right. Because I feel like with a lot of genre films, like you are fitting the mold a lot of times with certain things. The and... first film by a major Hollywood studio to feature a majority Asian American cast in a modern setting since 1993's The Joy Luck. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. I, it's a shame. It's weird. It's just so weird that, like, we, we don't have these kinds of movies. And we, we don't have more of this. You know? Like, it's just a shame. Um, a lot of our Hollywood is just, like, white-led. It's crazy. Um, and that's... <clears throat> the fact that that's, our movies are now, just now starting to represent, like, who they are about. Yeah, and the crazy the world thing about is, this movie is, at one point during development, one of the studios suggested... Making Rachel a white woman, you know, oh. and, got, and they didn't go with that. Studio. Good, 
I'm glad. Um, and the craziest thing is, I found out about this movie, um, is <clears throat> the uh, director, John Chu, and the producers were approached by Netflix to change this very popular trilogy of books into a Netflix series. They were going oh. to get more money. They were going to be Greenlight, all three films, automatically. Yeah. It was like a great deal. And they turned it down just so they could be released in a major theater. That's, a major theatrical yeah. release. Because that's important. It was important that to them. That is important. And it's super, it makes yeah. sense, you know? It's oh, just, this would have killed on Netflix, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, oh, everyone Great. would love this. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But they also had more creative control. They were going to give more creative more control. More creative control on Netflix, you know? They were because just, they're usually like, uh, like, sort of like, here, you do your thing. Yeah, that's what they're fam- yeah. they famously do. And they were going to do that, but they were like, we need a theatrical release. Yeah. So they went. So they. I think, honestly, own. like, I think that's important, too, because it's such an important historical thing just to say. Look, we did this. Yeah, I was really worried because you know what else John Chu has directed? What? A Step Up Two, The Streets. Oof. Step Up Three D. Oof. Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. Oof. GI Joe, Retaliation. Oof. To be fair, the better of those two films. Yes. Yes. Actually, not a bad film. It just had a lot of uphills from the first one. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it even more, that was good. Pretty good. It was pretty good. (laughs) I'm not thinking about like Snake Eyes fighting in the mountains. It's a great movie. It's a pretty good movie. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Gem and the Holograms. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So I was worried. But. Oh, I think... man. Oof. I no longer like this movie. He ruined Gem and the Holograms. Jesus Christ. That's like a, a classic. He didn't. That's not his that script. Been this so not his good. studio. He was a higher director. Uh, I would watch a live action, like, Riverdale esque Gem and the Holograms TV show. Because some fucked up stuff happened on that show. The the Misfits try to blow up the sure orphanage it's not the same... with little kids. I was about to say, is it the in, same like, universe, the second episode. It's not. It's not. It's not the same universe, No, it's not. It's no, not. no. Uh, well, we're getting the Sabrina show. I'm excited. That'll be fun. Yeah. The, it's the, no gem in the holograms, but it'll be fun. <laughs> okay. How do we talk about this movie? Uh, we can start at the beginning, I guess. Yeah. Cool. It so, starts off. 1975 <laughs> London. I don't know what year it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You're right. It does start there. <laughs> I forgot the year. But it starts off in London. It's raining. Oh, and then, I love this. I love this. It's such this. a great scene. It was such a great scene. They walk we in from the rain. We Michelle Yao. Yeah. Yo? Yeah. I don't know her name. Michelle Yao. We'll yeah. Uh, but she walk, they walk in. with her, She walks in with the kids. Mm-hmm. And Out of these the white rain. people don't want her to come into the hotel. Oh, my God. You're, They're you're, giving you're her a hard time. time. Hold on. So, okay. So, a mom with her kids and their mate. You're overselling this. <laughs> <laughs> Walking out of the rain drenched after a long flight. Uh, as soon as they walk up. The curator of the hotel says, oh, you must have the wrong place. She's like, my name is blah, 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 and we have a reservation. Uh, under from My husband made a reservation. Uh, we would like to be led to our room. So you're like, there's a mistake. There is no reservation. He's like, I called this morning to confirm it. She's like, no. And then he like said, why don't you go to a, why don't you go to a hotel in Chinatown? Super racist. Up. Was super in racist. the movie theater I went to, everyone gasped. Really? Yeah, everyone was like, oh. <laughs> Me too. Both times. It was awesome. <gasps> Well, it's because people are like, people are still super racist, but the but we also live in like a pretty progressive like that's true. Area. Oh, it's also New York City, yeah. Yeah, I bet if you watch this in like Montana, they'd be like, yeah, they, well, I don't Montana. Why don't they just Montana? Go? You think they were showing this movie? <laughs> the fucking Montana. They hundred percent did because this is the this is oh this movie made a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> this movie made a lot of money. Yeah, the um, let's see, it's over one hundred sixty-seven million worldwide. It's the most. It's the most uh, making money. I don't know how to say that better. Most making money. Highest grossing? Highest grossing romantic, <laughs> romantic comedy of the year. It's the highest ranking since 2012. 
Um, so far, and it's still making money. Yeah, of course. and its second weekend, its first weekend, it made over thirty million. Its second weekend, it made like twenty five million. That's the wow. slowest drop off since movies like Avatar. And I've like never watched that. A couple, a couple like cute. It, this doesn't happen. Yeah, there, when you just for like a point of comparison, Incredibles two dropped off like. Over 50%. Yeah, yeah. Most movies That's do. usually what happens. Everyone yeah. goes see it the first weekend, exactly. and then no one sees this it. This one, almost as many people saw it the second weekend. That's crazy. Which is crazy. It's still making money. So, yeah, Montanaians are watching this movie. Yo, if you live in Montana, and you watch this movie, <laughs> even though I made that weird remark about you being racist, tweeted us at... <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so then she asks to use the phone, and she can't. She goes outside to use the phone in the rain. Comes back in, and then she, the guy's like, I'm gonna call police, get you out of here. And then the owner of this hotel <laughs> comes out of the elevator, he's like, Oh, Miss Young! Yeah. And embraces her and explains that now they own the hotel. Yeah. What a baller. I love move. that. Uh, that is like one of the most fucking badass things to do. And Michelle Young. I love when stuff like that happens. Uh, fucking sells it. Like, yeah. So well. She's so good, and she's so good in all this. You know where she's from? I've seen her in things, but I don't remember. <sighs> hidden, uh, hidden. Hidden Valley Ranch? No. Cut out me not knowing. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yes. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So she can kick your ass. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be racist. <laughs> so I was like, no, was, let me not say a Kung Fu movie. I always get the Hidden and Crouching mixed up. Oh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she can, so she can also kick your ass. Yeah. Um, but she's fucking great. I feel like the cloud of having her in the movie also helps she a lot. She also has this very like regal air to her, which was like so good. Like It was perfect. She was so perfect for the part. Even when she was being mean, it was like, I don't want to hate you. Yeah, it was like the way she did it was like a, a queen looking down on her peasant. Like 100%. it was just like it was like um, man, I just got my ass handed to me, but like respect. <laughs> so that's when you meet the mom, and you're supposed to, I think, take her side and think yeah, she's of awesome. Uh, and then you meet, and also you see the struggle, right? Like you see that, like despite having all this money um, and like having high status in society, the fact that she is a minority, like still gets in the way of yeah. her achieving things. I know. It's crazy. I think it was a good lesson for the kids, too. Yeah. Um, and then we meet Rachel, who is an NYU professor of economics. Yeah. Teaching her game theory class. So it's this awesome scene about mm-hmm. her of, of her beating, doing a winning hand in poker, and all the lights are off, so you don't know it's a classroom. Then you know it's a classroom. It's cheeky, but I think it's yeah. cute. It's a nice emphasis on that Rachel's super smart, yeah. super accomplished. And she's, like, down to earth. Mm-hmm. You find out later she's the youngest NYU professor in economics. Yep. She's, like, she's she's cool. She's great. She's she cool. has it all. Yeah. Well, and she has a super hot boyfriend that we then meet called she, Nick. Yeah, he's pretty hot. And he's, you know... <laughs> and he has an accent, and I was like, damn. He's hot. He Yo, hot. I, I think something that I kept hearing um, through different reviews and people talking about this movie is how amazing it is to have Asian-American men be the sex appeal. Be the hotness. Because there's a lot of attractive men and women in this movie. Yeah, and I didn't realize it until someone pointed it out. They're all Asian American, and you don't see that yeah. anywhere. Like the the ideal, you know, standard. Because I remember, and I also remember specifically because I was sitting next to some young girls mm-hmm. watching the movie, and when later he, they take their like he takes his shirt off, yeah, and they're like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, and I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> because yeah, it's always the Ryan Goslings, the Chris Hemsworth, exactly. the Chris Evans, the and Chris's. now Henry Golding, because he yeah. is hot. And he I is. and I don't and he was very charming throughout the whole goddamn movie. You really know this was. is his first major movie. Really, Henry Golding was not an actor before this movie. What was he? He is a travel travel channel host. 
No way. Yeah, he takes you to different parts <coughs> of the world and says, and this is where they found it's the book amazing. Bar. And look at this cuisine from there, like from Food Network and Travel Channel and shit. Fuck. Yeah. That's awesome. And they like the director like knew him from from someone else and like asked him to be in this movie. They're like, you're fucking like, high. You years ago. In this movie? Uh, well, I think it's also the charming and the charisma. Yeah, and just, of course. He has kind of the essence for it. Yeah. Um, and he was like, no, no, no. And then he, he, like they kept asking him, and eventually he said yes. That's good. I'm glad he said yes. I know because he that, worked out. He's a great actor. He, I feel like he's gonna be in a lot of more stuff. He's in that new movie with Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick, A Simple Favor. Yes, I saw that he was in that. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. be in that. And that might be it so far. I'm sure. I'm sure he's. I don't know what that movie's about I'm sure. because the trailers are so vague. I'm super excited because it of that. sounds like trash. Well, you don't know. You're what it's super about. excited. I'm the opposite because you want to know. No, because they're know. hiding something. They're hiding the plot. No, 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 no. They're no. hiding the plot. No, no, no. What no, are they no, hiding? No, they're hiding the movie's terrible. They're hiding the plot. No, they're hiding the movie's terrible. What is it about? I don't know. Exactly. That's cool. No, it's how not. often do you see something that you don't know it's about? You what? You, listen. All, that's what okay, trailers are tell for. Me, tell me how to get okay. you a little how snippet excited, of what it's about without you? giving you the whole. Plot. How excited are you for the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga movie? Very excited. But you know the whole movie. No, I don't. Yes, you do. How? From the trailer. Yeah. So there's a famous. I'm singer, so excited for it. There's a famous singer, a but not I'm so famous singer. The famous singer meets the not famous singer. Yeah. Makes her famous, and he almost dies from alcoholism. Great. So you can movie. guess the premise, right? But with this movie, you can't even guess because they give you nothing. Right. Which is exciting. So what's your guess as to what it's about? It, I, See exactly. It, it's still kind of, it's it's not obvious, but there's like clues there. Like she leads double life, and she's from somewhere else. Yes. And she keeps lying to everyone. Sure, That's and then the, he she wants to live her life. I don't know. How do who are these people? Why do I care? They have like at least give me a one sentence. They're be both like, moms, and they have kids to play with each other. Are they? Yeah, that was in one of the trailers. That's how they meet. Uh, like the one boy wants to I have that. a play date with the other one because it looks boring and the mom's like the movie looks boring oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna get it and give it to you and I hope it's actually uh, a horror movie and I'm gonna do a spooky October nice um, so then you meet uh, you meet Rachel and Nick and they're at a little cafe and then this is I mean you knew it from the trailer but this is the first one when you're like oh Nick oh Nick's like super duper famous because someone sees him in that cafe Text, takes a picture. Takes text somebody. Text, yeah, and I everyone's talking really, about it. Really, really cute little ch- another cheeky moment. But it was like watching the text go there to that person, yeah. to that person, and get all the way to his mom. Yeah, and it was also a very like set up the style of the movie. You know, a little yeah, bit yeah, too, yeah. which I thought was nice. Um, but it also one interesting thing is that like it showed the communication and also like the the different apps that like people use in other countries because that's something that like we don't think about like we I use, didn't even notice that we use the same apps all the time for everything like we use our whatever we have our texting apps we have this and that but in other countries they use different things because of their different needs or whatever yeah. so like with China certain things are regulated more than other things so people use a lot of like this certain program or that certain program and things like that so it's interesting nerd. Uh, yeah, well, I, sure. I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't know that. Um, so then, so then, uh, Nick's mom calls and was like, "Yo, who's this girl you're bringing?" He's like, "Oh, don't worry about it." And she's like, "Well, she's not staying at my house." <laughs> and he's like, "Don't worry, we have a hotel." And then he doesn't that. She doesn't the very rich. She's like, "Oh, uh, we're being renovated. I don't think we're ready for guests. Yeah, I think she'll be more comfortable at a hotel uh, while you stay here." And she's like, "He's like, I'm staying with her." At the exactly. Hotel. Yeah. She's like, "What?" I'm glad that he did that too because that immediately like establishes that he's not like a mama's boy. Yeah, kind of thing. He respects you know? his mom, but he very much. There's definitely some. He loves his girlfriend. A little bit of, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's you something. need that in movies like this too. Well, usually movies like this, there's 
I think it's one reason why I liked it a lot is usually you get this thing where like he makes the weird choice and you're not sure if he loves her and, yeah. and then it's like they find each other at the end and no point do I doubt Nick loves Rachel yeah you know and it's really cute like yeah. their love in this movie is really great their chemistry is really good well, like the yeah, moments no, when they're right. like in the living room or yeah. in the bedroom and when they're out to E and do things like that. They're just very cute together. They're a lot, very loving. A lot of romantic movies, they there's always that point where it's like, oh my god, that person doesn't love yeah, them. Push, they, pull, they push, push. Yeah. yeah, and they do that in this movie. But it's, but not, it's not from you, them. It's not from the, the lack of love. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have to reprofess his love to her mm-hmm. at the end. Oh, and then there's this great scene. Well, I'm just going to skip the airport. The airport, you find out he's rich, yada yada. Well, it's also it's also important because okay, talk they go onto the airplane and then it's like the people nice come and take the bag and it's great. It's, like, it's such a great it, scene. And she's like, "Oh no, these are mine." Oh, what do you do? He's like, "Yeah." Just let and take she it. like packed lunches and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like my mom made us a little yeah, lunch. Yeah, that was awesome. You know, you know. Um, and then they got on the plane. She's like, "Oh my god!" And it's uh, we can't afford this. It's like, don't worry about it. And but it's he, also crazy because I was like, "Dude, you didn't fucking tell her that you're rich." It's at all. weird. It's weird. It's a little weird. Th- that's the one thing in this movie where I'm like, you know what? If you argue against this, I ain't got a good explanation. Yeah, because everything else I think makes sense. It's a little yeah, extreme, yeah, yeah. whatever. It's like, how do you? And he, they've been dating over a year. I know, man. And then she does that great line where it's like, "You have a Jamba Juice card." Yeah. You eat my dessert. You borrow my Netflix password. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that one. You work out you at the YMCA yeah. that's like run down <laughs> that and smelly. smells. Yeah. Like, I like that YMCA. It's yeah. like, who are you? Yeah, yeah. Which also is a great signifier of who Nick is. He's like, yeah, he's super loaded. He's got he's yeah, he says, an heir he to says a fortune, that, like, but he's like a person. I see you know? that as their money. Yeah. You know? Which is a little... You know, that's something rich people say. But yeah, <laughs> but but he still seems super grounded yeah, yeah. from it all. You know, yeah. which is great. Um, and then he, after you find out about that, there's this great montage of Nick explaining who his cousins are. And you get to see the extremes. And then this is when this movie starts to like... Extremifying it, yeah. Like, it well, because you get the because it it, it it puts the crazy in the crazy rotations. Exactly. You get to see the crazy family and the crazy richness and the lavishness. Man, that title works so well, right? Yeah. Crazy, they're all crazy. Rich, they're all rich. Asians, they're all Asians. <laughs> works so well. They're also crazy rich. The only white people crazy in this movie are like the works, help oof, and like so many are are like the help <laughs> at different moments. Like the beginning of the movie is the only time white people have like lines. Yeah, which is so awesome. Also, was all, all the help was like Indian, right? All the help were in. I think, I think I noticed that because I thought it was weird. I remember the guards were. Yeah, and I thought I thought some of the other help. That was were weird. Too. I don't know anything about it, so I don't want to talk. about Yeah, it. I know. I think like, about like part of the culture, but I was like, it's probably a part of the culture. I don't want to talk about because I don't know because the dark people. <laughs> it is a complaint of this movie that it did show all the light skinned Asian pe- Asian people in this movie. Oh yeah, that has been a complaint. Like crazy rich Asians, it's that one kind of Chinese person. That's not right. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. And but it's also if a, I was that kind of brown. But it's about a family. Right. <laughs> I feel like they're all going to be related. Right. But at the same time, that's a complaint you have about other movies. And, you know, I think, I guess so, I think but it's a fair critique. But I don't think it's, it's... It's the same thing that people were mad at La La Land for being about jazz music but not having a lot of black people in it. Mm-hmm. I don't... While it's a true fact that the movie could have had more African Americans yeah. in it, I don't think the job was telling... It just happened to tell the story about Ryan and Emma... I feel like it 
was a little different than that. I don't know if La La Land's a great example because I feel like it's not because it had to do with jazz. It was that he was the ch- only champion of jazz. That's like there were other champions of jazz. He was just who the movie was about. <laughs> I know, but it's just, the movie happened to be about the yeah. That's, that's, I feel like it's more. It's a little different. I don't think so. I think it's, <laughs> like, it's like the, just, this movie while. It was a champion for Asian Americans and Chinese culture. Yeah. It wasn't trying to be the tentpole film for all, all of Asia, yeah. even though that is what the title says. Yeah. You know, it happens to be a movie about this family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I don't blame it for that. But I'm also not Asian American. I'm not a dark Asian American being slided in this movie. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think there's a... Yeah. I, it's also, the, you know, you can't be perfect. You yeah. can't 100% everything. Yeah. So then... Oh. So I fucking love his cousins. I forget all their fucking names. But there's the... The rich cousin that does the movies, that's sleeping with the heads. Oh, yeah. The there's, actress. There's the, oh, my God. The, and they're all like, she's fucking terrible. Are you going to tell the guy who funded the whole movie? <laughs> um, and then, who's one of my favorites, was the guy from The Daily Show. Eddie. Oh, I think, he was yeah. fucking was great. cousin? They're all cousins, oh, yeah. Okay. And he's standing there, like, optimal angles. Yeah. And they're like, no, you want to move? Get another. No, this is where you can see all my angles. And they're all like posing. And he like is estranged from his wife. Yeah, and he's kind of a dick. And he's yeah, yeah, great character. Sure. And he's, they're also like doing, they're like, oh, this is for Vogue. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, uh, you're going to look great on the cover of Hong Kong Vogue. And he gets mad. It's like, Hong Kong Vogue. If you wore this other dress, we could have been on American Vogue. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And then you meet Astrid, who I love. She was great. She was beautiful. Yes. She was charming. She was charismatic. I oh man, the second book is I think about her. Oh really? Yeah. So that's a good play. That makes sense. I think the first at the book end of the day, I'm like, I want to see more about her. her. Yeah. Well, because their story's done. You know. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Nick and whatever. Rachel, um, Nick and Rachel. But oh, she has such Audrey Hepburn vibes. Like she is class. Yeah. And she sold it so well. She but it also really sold it that she was did. really nice because they're in this expensive jewelry shop where she can buy anything yeah and everyone's worshiping the ground and this little girl's trying to talk to her mom and her mom's like get away from me yeah <laughs> but she like takes it a point to go and talk to the little kid yeah it's all sweet i loved astrid i love it was her great. so much and she bought this amazing thing she comes back home and like hides everything i know later it's like super sweet to her husband about buying him a watch about how he's yeah um, he's working hard yeah. she was too good this is she one was the, too perfect this is one of the moments i cried right there because it was she was so sweet and so good to her husband. Oh, my God. And there was, like, so much love there. Oof, I'm going to get a free point later in the game for guessing. Uh, oh, I won't tell you the other two. I won't tell you the other one. two. I won't tell you the other nope, two. Nope, I'll get a free point. Okay, you can start. Well, there's yes. a total of 45 points you can get in the game. Okay, so I get one? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> you get one. Woo! Uh, we're talking about it, so let's go to the game. Okay. Okay, this game is called... Charmed by Charmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's called... Uh... Romantic comedies and what they made. Great, nice. I, I didn't come up with the title. That's a good name for a game. Yeah, <gasps> All right, Marcus. I feel like I know what the game's about now. There are 40, there are forty five potential points. Okay, the game That's too many points. The game is for the last fifteen years. Romantic comedies have come out every year. No, this year, <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians has been the number one so far. Okay, I want you to name every year for the last fifteen years. Most popular romantic comedy that has come out. Three points if you know it by just the year. I can only name like three <laughs> romantic comedies in two period. points. Two points if you can get it with a synopsis. Okay. And one point if you can get it with the stars in it. Okay. You only need five. Fifteen <laughs> points. Okay. No, okay. That still seems like too many. What's a fair number to you? I don't know, dude. You, to win. I don't know. You made the game. Fifteen sounds good. 
That means you gotta get all 15 right, though. Oh, 10. 10, 10 points. points. You only need 10 points. <laughs> nice. This is a total of 45 points. Okay. <laughs> in this game. And yes. you only need 10 points. Oh, wow. You have you such confidence one. in me. And you already got Oh, one. nine points away, baby. Okay, last year, 2016. Sweet November. This is the only one I know. <laughs> it made 47 million. Do you have to guess the movie? Mm-hmm. It made $47 million? Yep. There was a romantic comedy that came out last year? Every year. Does Twilight Town is one lot. of them? It's not a comedy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I know where I stand. Great. I will give you the synopsis. Give me a synopsis. Uh, you want the short one or the long one? Long one. Okay. Short one, short one, short Okay. One. No, I'll give you the long one. There's a, there's a right way to be single, a wrong way to be single, and then there's Alice, and Robin, Lucy, Meg, Tom, David. New York City is full of lonely hearts seeking the right match. Blah, blah, blah. What? This the, is a movie that came the out? The short one is a group of young adults navigate love and relationships in New York City. Um, Chasing Amy. You want to know the stars? Yeah. Dakota Johnson, Rebel Wilson, Leslie Mann, and Allison Brie. Allison Brie. Oh, I know this movie. I don't know the title, but I know it. Do you want a second? or? Mm, Blue Valentine. No. How to be single. <laughs> oh, I don't know that movie. I lied. <laughs> okay. How to be single. 2015. Made $110 million. 2015? Mm-hmm. $110 million. Mm-hmm. Okay, 2015. You do know this movie. Okay. You're going to be mad when you don't get it. No, I'm going to get it. Bridesmaids. It's way older. That's like 2012. Fuck. And then that's not a romantic comedy. That's just comedy. That's a romantic comedy. That's a comedy. She finds love. It's all about her finding love. It's all about the comedy. No. It's all about the fact that she poops her pants. Romantic comedy. I'm trying to give you a clue that that's not on okay. this list. So. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, here's a synopsis. Having thought that monogamy was never possible, a commitment-phobic career woman may have to face her fears when she meets a good guy. The good guy? Is that your guess? Yeah. Uh, the star, the two stars of this movie are Amy Schumer and Bill Hader. Amy Schumer. Oh my god, I saw this movie! Um, did I see this movie? No. Yeah, you did, I think. Uh, a lot of people the did. The fat Amy... Is that the one where she's like... Think she's super hot and skinny? That one just came out, dude. This is 2015. This is two years ago. Oh, it's that other shitty one with her in it. With the the basketball player. LeBron James is in this movie, yes. Yeah. What is it called? Chasing Amy? No. <laughs> that's, that's a Kevin Smith movie from the 90s. I know. I love that movie. All about... Have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't. <gasps> oh, yeah. We watched it together. You made me watch it. Because <laughs> at the end, they have a conversation about like having a threesome yeah, together. Right. Yeah, that was weird. I love that movie. Um, it's so dumb. Fuck, I'm blanking. Oh, um, she's a mess. She's like a drunk mess, right? Or something like That's that? That's uh, I know the movie. I'm so mad. Uh, uh, fuck. Wrecked. Trashed. Shit face. The movie. So you're finally like, shit face. The movie. <laughs> uh, no, hold on. Uh, yeah, shit face the movie. Train wreck. Ah, come on. Okay. Wrecked. So I was you got close. one point so far. I was close. Uh, 2014 made $84 million. $84 million. 2014. Nope. Man, I do not watch I'll give fucking you a romantic for comedies free. This at is all. a remake. <sighs> Pretty Woman. When I give this one. After discovering her boyfriend is married, Carly soon meets the wife he's been betraying. And when yet another love affair is discovered, all three women team up to plot revenge on the three-timing SOP. That sounds hilarious. Um, killing, kill, how to kill... 
It's like, isn't it like killing... Nothing. What the fuck are you talking about? Who's in it? Cameron Diaz. Leslie Mann. Kate Upton. Uh... Bad teacher. Is that your final answer? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, do I get... No, there's no more clues, right? <laughs> That's it. No. Cameron Diaz? Yeah. Is that Mary McPorn? No, that's old. God damn it! I don't know. Uh, the other woman. Oh my god, these are all trash <laughs> movies, Nick. Did you fucking did you go dumpster diving? These are fucking... the highest grossing movies of every year. Oh, trash. Uh, this is 2013. Guys, if any of million. our fans are watching this movie, go fuck yourself. You're never gonna get this one, so we'll go through it quick. <laughs> oh. Um, 2013, uh, 40. What did I say? Sweet November. 22 million. It's the lowest one. The Lake House. This was a bad year for many comedies. Okay. Um, the synopsis is a long divorced couple fakes being married as their family unites for a wedding. Oh, um, the what is that with Vince Vaughn? No. Oh, then the, the divorce. <laughs> no. Stay this, together. That's a good name for no. it. The people in this movie are Robert De Niro. Catherine Heigl, Diane Keaton, Amanda Seyfried, Topher Grace, Ben Barnes, Susan Sarandon, and Robin Williams. Uh, old people fuck. Robin Williams is the priest. Old people fuck is a pretty good guess, though. Yeah. What is, what is it? The Big Wedding. Oh, my God. Okay. Death at a Funeral. This one you should get. 2012. Sweet 2012. November. Sweet November's from the 90s, Twilight. Dude. That's also it's from the early t- 2012. A hundred Twilight Four. And, listen, <laughs> 2000, tell me how much money did you make? I'm trying. <laughs> 2012, 132 million. That's a lot. What big movie that could be considered a romantic, a romantic comedy, comedy came out in 2012? Made a lot of money. Man, my anxiety is making me blank hard. Um... <laughs> 2012 romantic comedy. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's way older. Fuck. That's like 2007. That's the only romantic comedy I remember. <laughs> it's just a comedy. There's romance in it. It's a romantic comedy. There's a difference in you know. No. It. You, uh, know no it. you know. No. 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 Yeah. After, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. No. You're gonna get this. You okay. ready? You gotta listen though. Okay. Are you I'm listening? listening? I'm listening. I'm listening. You're so freaked out. You're so stressed out. I'm so stressed. <laughs> After a stint in a mental institution, former teacher Pat Solitano moves back in with his parents and tries to reconcile with his ex-wife. Things get more challenging when Pat meets Tiffany, a mysterious girl with problems of her own. Uh, that movie with Jennifer Lawrence. Fuck. <laughs> Sweet no <laughs> It won Oscars. I know I've seen it. It was good. Yes, it's very good. But what is it called? You want other people in it? Uh, like you Bradley Cooper. I'm not gonna tell you the more people because you got them. Yeah. You can get two points here, dude. You need them. Oh man. Paper the diaries. No. What the fuck is the movie called? I've seen it. It's like so famous. And Super famous. I can tell you, like, sh- the there's a part thing. where they're dancing. You know the movie. Th- uh, he, like, does a nice thing for her. I know this movie. You want a hint? Yeah. It'll go down to one point, though. Okay. There's a color in the title. <laughs> is, there, is there a month? <laughs> is there a no! month? No! It's not Sweet November! 
Let me finish my question. Okay. Is there a month? Sweet November came out in 2001. Sweet November came out in 2001, and that wasn't even the highest grossing movie that year. Oh, my God. What's going I don't even know if that's romantic comedy. That's just romance. You're dying. You're useless. I'm never bringing you to Jeopardy. Oh, man. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, Marcus is crying over here. He is so upset he can't get the name of this movie. I don't know. Um, hold on. Okay, you Red, get one point. I'll give blue. you the color. Yeah, what's the color? Silver. Silver Linings Playbook. You son of a bitch. <laughs> got it. You got two points. <laughs> Woo! Are you ready? 2011. You let me finish my question. 2011. What did you have a question? It was, is there a month in the title? And is there a description of how something tastes? Neither one. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I just told you that's not on the list anywhere, and it came out in 2001. That's before 15 years. Oh, man. 2011, 103 million. 2011? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when did you say Sweet Number? <laughs> on a weekend trip to Hawaii. Oh, that fucking the racist one where um that white lady played an Asian woman. No. Oh, okay. That's a solid guess, though. On a weekend trip to Hawaii... They live in Hawaii in that movie. Oh. A plastic surgeon convinces his loyal assistant to pose as his soon-to-be-divorced wife in order to cover up a careless lie he told to his much younger girlfriend. (sighs) This has um, Kevin Spacey in it, right? Nope. Damn. Sandra Bullock? Nope. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, It also takes place in Hawaii, though. Wait, Hardball. No, what the fuck is Hardball? (laughs) Freddy vs. Keanu Reeves movie from like yeah. way when like teaches underprivileged yeah. kids baseball. Yeah, he loves baseball. <laughs> <laughs> the leads in this movie are Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Adam Sandler was in a movie. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Fifty uh, First Dates. That's a good movie. That's from like 2003 That's a or great some movie. Shit. Why don't you do that one? It might be on the list. We're not there yet. Uh. Wh- Sorry, Adam Sandler and J- Punch Drunk Love. You know that's not the answer. I never saw it. You give up? Uh, I'll even show you the poster. Just marry. Just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the screen. Okay, no points. No, I get a point. I <laughs> guess. Fine, you get the point. Yay! Uh, 2010, 110 million. You got this one. Okay, 2010, 110 million. Yeah, think about where you were in 2010. 50 first dates. That's 2001. Like, or three or one four or some shit. I know. Jesus Christ. Sweet November and Fifty First Dates in the same year, two thousand one. It's a fucking good year for romantic movies. <laughs> okay, this one's a gimme. You got this. Okay, you ready? Intertwining couples and singles in LA break up and make up based on the pressures and expectations of Valentine's Day. Is this called Valentine's Day? Nailed it. Yeah, yeah two points. You're four. I remember that movie. Um, two thousand nine, one hundred and sixty-four million. That's a lot. I'm at five points, Nick. Yeah. I'm counting. Great. That's fine. What would you say? What was it? I don't remember. What would you say again? 164 million, 2009. 2009, 164 yeah. That's million. the most so far in terms of money. More okay. than Crazy Rich Asians. 2009? Mm-hmm. I love this. Ah, <sighs> you made a man. That's way earlier. <laughs> okay. Um, a pushy boss forces her young assistant to Devil marry... Devil Prada. Listen to the clue. Okay. <laughs> a pushy... <laughs> That's not a romantic comedy. Nah. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Shallow how. (laughs) 
that might be romantica. A pushy boss forces her young assistant to marry her in order to keep her visa status. That's right. Avoid, what is that? Avoid deportation to Canada. What is that a comedy? It's a fucking drama. Romance. They it's a fucking drama. He forces someone to marry her to stay in the country? She forces him. You gender stereotyping prick. So it's the same fucking problem. 100%. You gotta guess. She Doesn't forces I. him to marry to keep so his green card. To, so she doesn't get deported to Canada. So she doesn't get deported. Does it have Jennifer Love no. Hewitt in it? No. Does it have Keegan Michael Key? No. Who does it have in it? Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. I knew it had Sandra Bullock in it. <laughs> <laughs> but you guessed that everyone was. God damn you! Uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, just go with it. This <laughs> is off the rails. Love actually. Jesus Christ! The final answer. L- um, love actually. It's called the proposal. Oh man, Ryan Reynolds. Have you seen this movie? No. <gasps> Ooh, oh my this god! Is, this is all this was for to find future challenges. Oh my okay, two thousand and eight. We're almost done. Two thousand eight. One hundred and fifty-three million. Two thousand eight. One hundred fifty-three million. Okay. 2008, I was 18 years old and too busy not watching romantic comedies to know the answers to this question. So, I'm going to say Blue Valentine. A New York's... You got this one. Listen, okay? Okay. Are you listening? Yeah. I, I feel like you're Sex not. in the City. Nailed it. Three points. I didn't even yeah. get this fucking synopsis. How did you get it? Uh, you said a New York. And that's that's been on the tip of my tongue the whole time. You're just waiting. I was waiting. I didn't know what year. 2007. 115 million. So I'm eight points. <laughs> okay. You need 10. 2007? Mm-hmm. 115 million? Yep. Okay. Um, Sorry, 119. Who? Oh, uh, no. Not yet. Uh, let's see. Not Sex in the City. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama. That's a solid guess. That isn't until... Well, that's not on the list. Damn. It's earlier. For fun-loving party animal, Ben Stone, the last thing he ever expected was for his one-night stand to show up on his doorstep eight weeks later to tell him she's pregnant. What? You got this. Zach and Mary make a porno. Oh my god, you're so close. Van Wilder. I hate you so much. Um, knocked up. Nailed it. Woo! There's your ten points. Yes. Uh, we'll just talk about these last ones, though. <clears throat> 2006. How many more are there? Uh, if we were doing 15, I have four... Why, do you want to keep guessing the four? There's four more? If we did 15 years. Let's do lightning. Let's do lightning round. Okay. I don't have them pulled up that quickly, though. Okay. Okay, I'll just give you my synopsis. Great. Okay. Uh, 2006, 119 million. This one has Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Vince Vaughn. Divorced. Really the close. The divorce? Really close. Not as official as that. The breakup. Nice. Nice. Oh, bonus Great. points. Hold Come on, on. lightning round. I have pictures. What's Hold next? On. All right. Uh, next one. Oh, you got this. Uh, 2000 and... What the fuck is this? 2004. Uh, Hitch. Did you see it in my glasses? Yes, I did. I've been looking this whole time. Have you? Yeah, to try to get the answer off your glasses, but it hasn't been working except for that one. Because like I recognize the cover. <laughs> the other ones, I didn't even know the cover. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know this one. Yeah. What's the next one? Is the year what was 2003 or something? 51st dates. Got it. And then there's one more, or that was 2004. I don't know. There's one more on the list for the 15 years. Okay. This one stars Queen Latifah and Steve Martin. 
I saw this movie. As Queen Latifah tries to give him dating advice. Oh, man, what is this? It's like the... No, I didn't see this movie. I saw Bringing the down the house. Nice. nice. Good way to end it. Marcus, for completing this challenge, it took 15 more minutes than I thought it would. <laughs> because I know you love the movie so much, you get to read the book. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Oh, I like it. It looks so beautiful. Book. It's a really nice book. Crazy Rich Asians. I kind of want to read the whole trilogy. I almost bought you the sequel, but yeah. I know they changed a whole bunch of stuff. So, so I, I might as well to start the at one. the beginning. Yeah, I kind of want to borrow it after you. So Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, we'll just kind of. We don't have to go beat by beat about the movie. We'll yeah, just yeah. kind of. What do you think the other two times I cried were? Uh, I would think that the other two. The, the, let's see. One of the other times was definitely when um, Constance Wu was playing Mahjong with the mom. No. I tear. I almost like, cried. I almost before cried. Or after? Almost cried. Before. Both were before. Before? I almost Way cried. Before? I almost cried five times. And that was one of the almosts. Okay. But tears um, literally came down my face three times. Three times. I, I'm trying. One was just when we met Astrid. Was it when was so the, um, the, the, the mom revealed that, like, her dad. No, that was very sweet, but I didn't. That was sweet. Yeah. Um, no, I meant the, when the, when the bad part happens. When, yeah, like, yeah. Nick's mom is like you oh I thought you meant when the mom was no no she was like I, I did background Both. check no, on no, no, your no, no, family no. and you lied to crazy. me we gotta talk about that but no, yeah not that um was it when you find out that uh, she cheated she was being cheated on oh yeah Astrid oh yeah that's a bad did one did you almost cry yeah that was rough because you because Astrid because Astrid's Astrid, so perfect Gemma Chan I think is her name yeah she is so good yeah like she she's did. she has this way to be so like regal it's, and and classy but somehow, just yeah. with the way she's doing that, you still feel for her a lot. Like usually when people do that, they separate. You yeah. know, when you said that the second one is mostly about her, yeah, I literally just like got a little excited. Well, because you know how because... that end of the movie showed that shot of her talk, yeah, seeing the guy from Glee, who yeah. I love. You know, that's what it has to do. About but it. I just love the fact that I loved her in this movie. And it was a very B storyline, and it took a lot of. Heart. But also for a movie to have a B storyline in the first place, because usually it's just the one. Yeah. Um. And for to have it work so strongly, yeah. it, it was amazing. They did a cool, fucking fantastic job with that subplot. Because yeah. also, like... It should have felt like it was deterring, <laughs> right? It should have yeah. felt like it was pulling away. <laughs> but Gemma did such a good job as Astrid, I wanted more yeah. from her. But also, it went it went back and forth yeah, into the story, it, it weaved it. its ways. It did it really it's, well. It's so interesting to see that, like... The director did great. Yeah. It's hard to balance multiple plots like mm-hmm. that. And they, they did a great job. Um. So, so as we uh, meet the family... I. Rachel Wu is so good. Yeah. Isn't this... No. Rachel Chu. Constance Wu. Yes. Constance Wu. Rachel Chu. Constance Wu is so good in this movie. She's amazing. Like, she is so fun and funny. Yeah. And you feel for her. But she also has this, like, strength about her. She that's does. super cool. I feel like that's why... Like, I don't know if you watched Fresh Off the Boat, but, like... Not really, no. That's why she works so well on that show, because she's a mom. She's uh-huh. young, and she's, I know like, she's a mom, which is crazy, because that's, that's different kind yes. of part. But she, it's the same kind of, like, she brings that sort of strength and comedy to the show. Because it's a sitcom. So she has yeah. that, like, comedy talent yeah. already, which is interesting. But now she shows she's a leading lady. Yes. You know, like, she yeah, can yeah. pull a movie. Yeah. You know? Which is amazing. You know, yeah. great for her. It's hard to do. It's very hard to do. And, it's, it and a lot of people don't do it well. And we get a lot of girls that are can do it okay, and they yeah. get a million movies. Like, Katherine Heigl? Yeah. She's not great. No, she's not. But she's had a million romantic yeah. comedy but movies. But it's interesting because I feel like you said, like, the two leads in this movie, mm-hmm. one's someone from the TV world, which, you <laughs> yeah. know, that a host, back a in the day. Host. Well, I meant the girl. I meant Constance. 
Oh. Well, she's oh, yeah, from yeah. sitcom. Yeah. Which back in the day, that's taboo to fucking be in a movie if you're on a TV show, especially 100%. a sitcom. Yeah. And then you have the fucking <coughs> travel host guy. Yeah. He's not even an actor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And those are their two leads, and they did such a phenomenal job. Such a good job. They need to. Be, I mean, the guy's already in another movie, but Constance Wu. I don't, I don't know what her contract is like with ABC, but like, I really she hope was a, she was a shining star. In this movie. I really hope that she continues to be in movies. Yeah, I want her. I want her as in as many movies like Sandra Bullock was. So yeah. she was just like the. She should be our next it girl. For a while, we had Jennifer Lawrence. Julia Roberts was an it girl for a while. Sandra Bullock was an it girl for a while. I want tons of movies with her. <coughs> I want tons of movies with Constance Wu. I don't want tons of romantic movies with her. Oh, I do. <laughs> no, I don't want that. I want her to do other things. Because I think no, she's no, no. a she solid just actor. Do, I just want romance movies. Or comedies. But rom- rom-coms Something. have it all. They have drama. They have comedy. They have romance. Sometimes I they have action. so. But I just want... I, I don't know. I just want the next. You know what the next movie I want? A rom-com where she's a spy. No. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Nah, Haven't they done that already? There's a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Spy the other day. What's a, what's a rom-com that they haven't done? The, um, impossible. This one with Asian Americans. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's fair. That's fair. They've done. They've done everything. I don't know. Well, think about it. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Next, yeah. next time. Um, her best friend Aquafina. They've done a superhero rom com. Wasn't that um? My best friend's a girlfriend. My girlfriend's a yeah girl? superhero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. Fuck man. Uma they've done everything. It. Yeah. yeah. It was Uma Thurman and I think Luke Wilson. Fuck. Or something. Rom coms suck. Sometimes. I have a lot of favorites. I don't know. I don't know, man. Look, I love horror movies. I haven't even given you my most favorite one yet. Most of them suck. <laughs> I haven't even given my, my two favorites I yet. I feel like most... I feel like you could like something even though it sucks. That's fair. Yeah. But you also aren't like... It, your blinders are on a little more. So it's harder to gauge. Because you like it so much. It's like... Do I like a bad thing? Or is it... People aren't getting Sometimes it? Sometimes that happens. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is bad. I like it anyway. Yeah. It was a movie I watched recently that I was like, oh my god, this was great. But it was also because my expectations are so low that it's like, ah, if I gave it to you, I don't think you would like it. But I, if for a horror movie, I was like, this was amazing. That's fair. Um, Aquafina, she was very funny. Yeah. Um, it was hilarious seeing her family and this like new money, this this new money in Singapore versus this old money in Singapore. Yeah. Which is apparently this whole thing in uh it's amazing. in that region of the water it's right now going on. Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing like in a lot of places um, too. Like, but especially Singapore, which cuz Singapore yes. is such a it is such a booming economy right now. Yeah. You know, because there but there are people that have been there forever and there are a lot of people making money now. Um Yeah. But they they're the it's I forgot the the stat, but it's something like it's the highest rise of Amount of millionaires in the world, yeah. Like it's the high, it's the highest rise. America still has the most, but they're like, it's interesting. catching up. Yeah, it's it's an interesting environment because Singapore is very, it's fucking beautiful. It's yeah. fucking Singapore is like this weird country in and of itself. I don't. Know, I wish I had the stats behind it and did the research, but Singapore is yeah. an interesting place because it, yeah, for sure. It, they talk about it in the movie a little. Like it used to be a jungle, and then they industrialized, and now it's like. Booming. A hotspot like yeah. Vegas or something, you know, but it's the whole country, you know, it's just wealth. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I fucking love the, um, I fucking love all the little, the little nods to, to Asian culture. Why I don't, you know, I don't know. I've never made dumplings. I know that in a lot of Asian American and Asian families, they pass down the tradition of making dumplings, and it's like this whole family thing mm-hmm. about how you learn how to do it from it's your parents. It's the same thing with any, any yeah. culture. You're passing down the culture. You're like doing things together. Yeah. Cooking is a huge part of um, 
non-white cultures. <laughs> no, um, it's, a, no it's a huge true. part of other cultures uh, in general. Sure. <clears throat> it's a huge thing. Like even you go to the south and people are like, oh, like you know, southern fried this and that food or whatever. Very like, food. Every every race, every whatever creed. It's just like food is a unifying thing. Came over the other day and they made uh, two Venezuelan girls I know came over and showed us how to make empanadas from where they're from. Nice. You know, it's just yeah. something that you do. Um, but I love that the movie took its time to have this long scene yeah. in the middle of the movie. The movie, the movie felt a little long, but every I, I can't think of a part that I would take out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they it's like did take a bunch out too. Yeah, it was two hours long. Yeah. I bet there was more with that cousin that was fucking the actress. Yeah. More with that crazy cousin yeah. that threw the bachelor party. I bet there was more stuff with them, but they had to leave I'm some sure. of that out. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just glad that they just figured it out, made it a tight yeah. uh, two hours. Um, but uh, it, it's uh, just like when thinking about it, I'm like, I wouldn't want to take anything out because it was so well put together and every beat just told a different story and gave you more insight yeah. into who the family members are and how they function. Oh, that was a great scene though with the dumplings because, uh, Rachel was like, oh man, I love this. I mean, I, I didn't have a big family growing yeah. up, you know, it's just me and my mom and I can relate to that. It was just yeah. me and my mom, my sister, um, and my grandma until she passed. So, and anytime I'm in an environment like that with a big family, I feel the same way Rachel feels, where it's yeah. like really nice, but it also makes you a little sad. Um, I yeah, no, I, I can relate to that. But it's, then it was really fucking bitchy when the mom was like, "Well, that's because you don't have the right value. Yeah, we value cool. this over here." And yeah. She was like, but then she caught her in the bathroom, and there was that great scene with um, with Michelle Yao, uh, the mom explaining to her why she's not good enough, and explaining to her that she also didn't come from money. And she knows the sacrifices you need to work in this kind of family, and she doesn't think she has it. And she is so, so domineering in that scene, so powerful that Rachel like couldn't say anything. Yeah, she just had to sit there and take hearing the fact that she wasn't good enough. You know, super powerful stuff. There was a lot of stuff like that. It was like having to respect this culture that also like, yes, uh, Rachel is Asian, obviously, but like. She's not part of... She's Asian-American, and that American part is so different and separates you. It happens with so many people, like, when you go back to where you're from, and you just see the world, and you're like, oh, this is different, and people look at you, you're an outsider. Banana, yellow on the outside, white on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, like, whatever... I've heard that. Like, you know, I know you've heard that. Yeah. You it's know? just, like, people People tend to just, like, say, oh, you're not from there, so you're, you're less than, yeah. you know? Um... And and it's so interesting because within America we just have our we're just like all fighting each other with our different like racials and races races and like our well, just so everything all, all infighting yeah and and you go back to where you're from and they're like you're American you're the same as the white American the black American you're all the American yeah which is interesting that same day that those two girls came over and made empanadas I wish you had come over because I needed some backup because I at some point in the night I kind of stopped talking because I was getting like offended. Because like they were they were saying everything in the about Hispanic culture and about the food in such a demeaning way, like I couldn't say anything. Yeah, like it was like, well, where I come from, they're called empanadillas, and they're like, I don't know, what are you talking about? I was like, well, yeah. that's just how we do it. It's like that's how you do it. I was like, well, that's how we did it. I'm yeah, like, okay. They brought over Malta, and I was like, oh, that's fucking gross. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. they're like, well, have you ever tried? I'm like. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's like I'm. I grew up with this stuff. I, yeah. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, when was the last time you had one? I was like, "What are you talking? Stop 
disregarding what I'm saying. Yeah, because you're allowed I, to not like it. Because I'm yeah. not Latin enough for you. Like, yeah. what are we talking about here? Yeah, but did they have champagne soda? No. That shit them. is... That's the real Hispanic shit. I, I didn't want this one. I literally said... They're, disgusting. They're like... <laughs> I was. They literally like, what? Did your bullies drink Malta as they were beating you up? I was like, what? Yes, yes they were. Literally. Like, what? Are, why are you making me defend myself? Yeah. You know? No. So I, I get it. All my family members would drink Malta, and all the family gatherings Malta was everywhere. Oh, for you guys that don't know what Malta is, explain it. Because I, I don't know what it is. It's a. It's a. It's a Hispanic drink that Goya sells. It's black. I think it's a malt. Oh, okay. I, think I was like, malt. I know all that. I just don't know. Like, I think it's a malt. Is in it? Well, I was explaining to them. Oh, We're okay. doing a podcast. People are listening. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's it's malt vinegar or like malt. It's like the malt part in a drink. It's like alcohol. It's disgusting. Without the and some alcohol. people put raw egg in it and drink it. I've seen that happen. They yeah. stir it and they drink it. Yeah, that's disgusting. Super gross. I'm pretty sure. Can you get salmonella? There's one in my <laughs> fridge. I don't know what to do with it. Throw it in the trash. I w- <laughs> Throw it in the trash. I, know, I had a white friend who loved Malta in high school. and Really? Yeah, he loved it. He was like, oh my god, oh my god. I love it. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah. He was like, do you know... He asked me to get him some because I'm Hispanic. <laughs> he can go to the store. <laughs> Apparently they didn't sell him in his white neighborhood. Oh, that's And great. so, like, I was able... I brought him some from where I lived. I got him, like, two cases for his birthday one year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what an easy birthday present. Like six bucks. <laughs> All right, Marcus. I'd be hesitant to keep going about crazy rotations, but wait, no, no, the opposite. I, I, I opposite. The opposite. I would like to continue about, but we need to take a couple minutes to talk about charm by charm. Marcus, Thanks. what is Charm by Charm? Charm by Charm is a podcast within a podcast that no one asked for. It is, we take five <laughs> minutes to talk about Charmed, and we go episode by episode throughout the entirety of the franchise. Five minutes starting now. This episode is called The Wendigo. Very simple. Very <laughs> apt. Piper stops alone at a park in the night with a flat tire and is attacked and scratched by a bestial creature while calling the auto club. She is saved by Billy, a man that has recently lost his fiancé to the monster and he uses a flare to scare the creature. While recovering in the hospital, the FBI agent Ashley Fallon arrives and tells Andy that Piper is the first victim to survive the attack of the creature and she joins Andy in the investigation. Piper reads in the Book of Shadows that the Wendigo is a normal person during the day unleashing along three consecutive full moon nights and eating the hearts of their victim. She tells Billy and her co- and calls and he calls Fallon but when they meet each other he discloses that she is actually the Wendigo. Meanwhile, Piper sees the beginning of her transformation in the arm and her attitudes and her attitudes true and phoebe need to kill the wendigo to save piper great yeah, we don't need to talk anymore we just sit in silence for four minutes and um that's it you did a good job sub- summarizing the episode i read that off of imdb good job imdb good job what did you think of this episode uh you know it's so funny i i just feel like i wanted to hate the episode but i ended up kind of liking it <laughs> Because it was so stupid. <laughs> it was pretty There's silly. There's a giant fucking weird creature. Like, the Wendigo looks stupid. Yeah. The... I think it's because it's leading The twist in, was, you know? like, so obvious. As soon as the FBI agent showed up, you were like, oh, she's the Wendigo. Yeah, I was like, she's a fucking Wendigo. Fucking stupid ass. <laughs> well, I'm just happy to follow this crazy guy along, and I believe everything he says. Oh, fucking idiot. And then, like, looking for the lovesick people, like, and she has to eat those people's hearts. That's stupid. Yeah. And, like... And, and Piper's tr- slow transformation with a little Very bit of hair. Very slow. Her hair on her Obnoxiously arm. Obnoxiously slow. And then and she's it also a bitch a little develop. bit to her sisters. It, also, it, goes from, it goes from forearm to whole body. To whole body. <laughs> she just immediately... Yeah. But I also like at the end where she... Uh, Phoebe shot at one the of them. Oh, because both of them were coming? Yeah, and there's like, and just, they shoot, at the, just shoot, shoot at one. one. We got a 50% chance. Yeah. I was in my head, I was like, 
What? That's your sister. What do you mean 50% chance? You got to figure it out somehow. Yeah. Um, but then she shot the wrong one and Piper froze it. Yeah. And then Prue put the bullet to the other one. That was pretty funny. It was pretty I, funny. I, I, I like that moment. And then that, that moment Piper was kind of naked the whole in the forest. For me. Yeah. It was silly. Yeah. It was cute. Um... I just also watched. First, I saw a video where a guy got shot in the chest with a flare gun and like left a dent in his chest. It was weird. Oh shit! They're dangerous things. Don't oh my shoot. God. Don't shoot your friends with flare guns. Did this? Did this episode have a B storyline? I I think the B storyline was her transforming. Oh yeah. Because I thought the B storyline might have to do something with the restaurant. What was? But it C? wasn't. It was just whole like. What was the C storyline? Well, Phoebe and um, what's her face? Prue? Yeah. They were on the A storyline together, so yeah. normally it's like one, two, three, yeah. but they, since they were together on A... Was Andy and the FBI agent? That might have been a, a C storyline. I guess maybe that's why this episode was, felt stronger, because everything had to do with I like the that. actual thing. Because it's like everyone has to do their own thing, but they're also developing within that one storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, I appreciated um, that. It feels like one party that's kind of split. It's funny because you can see that, <laughs> that the beginnings of them pulling from iconic monsters and things yes like, they will eventually hit vampires and regular yeah, werewolves yeah. and like everything but like why did they just do werewolves why did they do wendigos yeah. it's so funny because i feel like do you know some... about wendigos yeah yeah well i feel like there's also a lot of overlap with um supernatural in terms of like the creatures that they're going to come across because there's, it's, there's, there's only, only one kind of vampire there's only yeah. one dingo and so it's just so funny oh is there a wendigo these... in the yeah, yeah there is but it's also so funny. early on too right yeah and it's yeah. so funny watching this and being like, the Supernatural guys just handled this so much better. <laughs> the guys as the people or the show? The two guys oh. themselves. Oh, really? The act, they the, had no the powers in the show. They had no powers, nothing, and but a journal left training. from their dad. Yeah. <laughs> one of them had a years of training. The other one just got dropped out of college because his girlfriend no, died. they both had years of training. He had training before he went to college. They both yeah, learned from their it, dad. They didn't have that good training. Up. He was no. hesitant. His dad let him study more. He was hesitant because Sam's always jealous. He was being a little bitch. Welcome to the podcast within the podcast of the podcast. Uh, super <laughs> no, natural. No, no, no. Sam also <laughs> knew how to fight. And then, like, I just rewatched. What's the name of the supernatural podcast? <laughs> Naturally super. <laughs> Sometimes supernatural. <laughs> Sometimes supernatural. There you go. Sometimes supernatural. Uh, Sometimes supernatural. We talked for fifty seconds about supernatural. No, but but I just rewatched the first episode yeah. and Sam and Dean like. Said, oh, Sam, you're getting rusty because they've trained together. Yeah. Right. Wendigo. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we don't have to. Like, it's just so weird. This episode is just, just so There's nothing to talk about because there's there about the about. Wendigo. The Wendigo came. They defeated it. and that was I it. didn't mind it. It was, a, it was an okay episode. These are the kind of episodes where if they're, these are the kinds in between the big storylines, I'm okay with. Yeah. But while the other ones have been. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. That is five minutes, and that is your Charmed by Charmed. Nice. Back to the podcast. Okay, so I feel like we've. I, you still I feel like all the, the major beats. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. Um, was it when they left a dead fish in her bed? No, but wasn't that fucked? This is a. We, we should do this all the time because this is a great way to go to the different points yeah. of the movie. That was fucking fucked up. What did you think of that moment? I thought it was fucked up. It, yeah. just, it was heartbreaking for her to I try know, to think that she's being accepted, and, and then all of a sudden it's like this chick who's trying to marry her fucking boyfriend because yeah. they um, used to date. Yeah, and she's the one that's like chosen by the family. Yes, you know that as a lawyer for yeah, the family. Yeah, it's, it's just this whole thing of her having to like trying to be accepted and yeah. then coming 
in ter- to terms with her own acceptance and then realizing like you know what you need to accept me that whole kind of like shift oh, so yeah. interesting that reminded that reminds me of the moment you mentioned earlier at the end of the mahjong yeah. oh spoilers for crazy <laughs> <laughs> um, th- when they do the mahjong, I, what I thought was happening was different than what actually happened. So the first, th- I don't know mahjong. Yeah. When I saw the movie the first time, I thought she beat the mom, uh-huh. and then I was like, and then I watched it again. I was a little confused. She let the mom win. More. I didn't realize why though. Like so, during mahjong, there's a point where she could have took the block. Yeah. That would have won, but she let the other mom take it. I didn't realize that that was happening. Oh. I thought she had won. And it just had, which is good if she won, but it's way better letting her win. And then it made a little more sense. Yeah. I didn't get that. Oh. I was just sharing that with the other audience members that were like me that didn't get it. All the dummies. Yep. (laughs) All the dummies out there. (laughs) If you're a fan of Nick on this podcast and you associate yourself as a dummy, you go ahead and tweet us at Now Try This Cast. (laughs) Nick's fans. He calls them the dummies. Hey, dummies. You and me. We're in it together. Um, I don't know why my dummies have a southern. (laughs) (laughs) Some kind of prejudice. I'm pretty sure it's some kind of prejudice over there. Got to go all these Uh, dummies. Okay. um, No, I I just like how normally with these kinds of movies, I don't like them because the (laughs) shifts come out of nowhere. It's like, I... I get it. You need to grow as a person. Like, in the beginning, the person's this one type of way, and you know that they have to change in order to find love, right? Then one thing happens, then that thing changes them for the rest of their lives. I don't like that shit, because that's not how life works. Well, what happened in this movie with the mom? No. Because I feel like this movie was like a a slow burn to her to that point to her oh, sure. she was proving herself and proving herself yeah but in spite of that the mom was saying still no exactly and then she finally did that moment and yeah. then like finally proved herself yeah exactly Yo, yeah. what'd you think of that moment when Nick proposed again and it was the green ring that was great it was a pretty good moment right yeah yeah was that when you cried no damn uh, almost um well, actually I can't think of the time when you cried oh when the actress left that one guy <laughs> to go, with the, to go guy? with the other guy oh my god the, the one cousin the um I don't know. The What's glasses? the third time you cried? With the one with the glasses? I yeah. love that cousin. Oh, yeah. He was, he was so hilarious. Good. He's like, I just do what the aunt Was it when the mom and... No. Was it when oh, the- I love the moment when fucking his, her friends say, oh, call me auntie. And then that's like a, a sign of endearment to yeah. older Asian women. Yeah. And then she goes and meets the mom and calls her auntie. And then the mom like cringes a little. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't even know the lingo yet. And, yeah. And they're all like, ooh, call her auntie. That's so funny. Oh, and when the one auntie during the wedding was just like, I love the dress. Yeah. Because you know, she's slowly winning approval with everybody else. I also love how, like, just the confidence where she took that shift of, like, I'm going to just be myself. And oh, I'm and we got that fucking do, great fucking, my strengths. fucking dress montage. And, yeah. Oh, that's in a lot of romantic comedies. Yep. It's a trope of the genre, but it works. It's funny. A it's lot fun. of those tropes, I think, they, they worked in this Cause they pretty did well. Because well. I think it had a good base. It had good actors. Um, and overall, the... Even though it's just romantic comedy, the movie did, I think, feel like it had more weight to it because of the Asian American thing, where uh, we uh, don't yeah. see these people's story. I feel like it had a plot. You know what I mean? I feel like most romantic yeah. comedies they don't have a plot, like they have a, a solid plot, plot that I care about. They have a one sentence, like pitch, and then the whole movie. He loves is her, that pitch, but she doesn't know it yet. And you know the whole movie in one bow, sentence. Bow, bow. In this movie, like you don't get it. You don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even even with the title, even with the, the Crazy Rich Asians, like, you you just still have to watch it to understand it. Oh, another moment when Rachel's super strong is when she goes to the wedding. She has no one to sit with, but then she sees the princess. Yeah. And and everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's going to sit next to the princess. princess doesn't want to sit next to anyone. And yeah. as soon as she sits, the princess is like, ugh. 
But then she mentions like a paper she wrote, yeah, like, and super into. And the like, everyone hated that paper, and she's like, I don't think they got it, and like started making the princess laugh and like yeah. connecting with her. And then Nick sees her in the audience during the wedding. And like sees that happening, and and the one friend's like, "You picked a good, you picked a fighter, or something like that." And then the moment when I cried, when the oh fucking, the wedding, the wedding, which she's singing, um, I knew that, I knew that, I watched that moment, uh, and I was like, "Nick's crying." What, what, right did, now. what are they? What were they singing? Fools, the Elvis song. Say, yeah, no. only fools only rushing. Fools yeah, she's singing that, which is the only English song they've sung. All in love. Didn't and they didn't have like an Asian cover of uh, Chinese cover of Material Girl or something like that? They had no. They had Asian covers during all the. That's songs. what I thought. Yeah, but I didn't know if they were covers or if just they were like music that they like new music oh, with that I, same beat. No, 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 they were they were covers. Oh, okay. I also don't know if there were old covers and new covers and they made them for the movie. I don't know the culture well enough. Yeah. But that was super cool. It like worked that. a yeah. lot. But the moment when the water filled up oh, yeah. and everything stopped. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. That was beautiful. Oh, my God. Talking about the fucking beautiful part. I know. I thought about the and practicality the bro- of that and I was like, how do you do that? Because I want to <sighs> fucking do that shit. Fucking water and and then the husband's looking all romantic and then Nick's looking at Rachel and Rachel's looking at Nick yeah. and then she's walking with the water. I cried. It was so beautiful. It was so romantic. That's the third time I cried. Nice. Yeah. Ever? In your life? <laughs> Just during the movie. <laughs> Just the first I, I time I never cried it. before, but during Crazier Shades, I cried three, three times. times. They would be more powerful if I did. Did you cry at all? No. Did you get teary-eyed? Um, when you find out she was cheating. I think during maybe? that same moment. It was really yeah, sweet. It was really nice. It was romantic nice. and yeah. felt like winning. Yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. And then there was that crazy fucking moment when they revealed Rachel's mom and dad weren't mom and dad because mom and cheated was so on her. sad because she didn't even know she it. She didn't know. Because the mom... That was crazy. Uh, 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 Nick's mom is like, you liar, this, yeah. this, and I pulled up information and Rachel didn't even know. And then Nick was like, she didn't know. Like, I, yeah. she would have told me. And she storms away and stuck yeah. in bed for three days. And then you find out the real story from the mom, which is yeah. even more fucked up. Oh, yeah, that was like sad abuse too. And, Apparently, stuff like that, like that, those those moments are what dif- differentiates this movie from all the other like rom coms out there in the world. The moments like that, real strong human moments that are just so lacking. Like I feel like oh, so many movies of this genre are just surface level. Like you're not getting anything about the characters, you're not getting any development, you're not getting anything. But this is just like, but this is just giving you all of that. You've only watched the bad ones. I gotta give you some of the good ones. No, you gave me about time. You gave me like about, about time is a rom com. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that was great. It's great, but also I feel like with this, it's like about time is not about what is about not waste about not needing about. I get it. I get. I get it. But it was just like <laughs> it was similar where it was like about two people and that time travel in it, so it was cool. <laughs> You love that movie, show. I do. It was great. It was great, but also it's just like you need to watch it again. Different. I feel like distance is making you more yeah, I know. Cynical, cynical about the it movie. Always does. When, when we watched it, if you listen back, you loved it. I did love it. Yeah, but also I'm just saying that like I like this because it gives things. It was you're, like gonna, you're gonna talk about this the same way in a year. No. <laughs> okay. No. Razor Shades is a standard. It's different. This okay. is a new standard. This is my new gold oh, standard. For is there anything else movies. in the movie you'd like to talk about? No, other than that it was great. This is spoilers for the future. Please make a sequel. Please. Oh, a sequel got greenlit. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, the second weekend where it barely dropped off is when it got approved. Oh, fuck yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Um, apparently the sequel's about Gemma, but apparently somewhere in the next... Uh, Astrid? Astrid. Oh, Gemma's yeah. the real actress's name, sorry. 
um, Rachel's family that she doesn't know yeah. is apparently an important wealthy family or something. Oh. So then, I, I don't know if I love that. But it's then, then everyone else gets approved. Because you notice who we didn't meet in this movie? Who? The dad. The abusive Where the one. fuck's the... No, no, no. The Nick Young. The Mr. Young. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The that guy was the who whole runs mystery. the whole company. Yeah. You know? It's super interesting we don't see him. I love that we don't see him. Me too. Because that Me makes too. the mom the strong. Well, also, individual. it allows you, like, if you're doing a trilogy, like, it, it allows you to, like, build I didn't up. realize until I just said that how important women are in this movie. You know what I mean? Because it's the mom and the grandma and Rachel. It's all about the, the women. girl best friend and Astrid. Even yeah. Nick is almost superfluous. Well, that's also interesting because you know? in most romantic movies, you're trying to get the, the, the couple together. But in this, the couple's already together. Yeah. So it's just about them solidifying that and making this final step. Well, I also feel like a lot of romantic comedies, the... I don't know. This just felt more empowering to women than most do. Well, most, I feel like, are like, you need the man to be complete in your yeah. life. Is a lot of them. Like, yeah, even about this time, one, she's already like, oh, even bye-bye. About, even about time... Mm, bye-bye. Even about time, the guy is the main character. Yeah. And we are all from his point of view. Yeah. Like, you love Rachel McAdams in that movie, and you really feel for her, but you, you don't know her, know her point of view. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This one, I know... Where the mom's coming from. I know where Rachel's coming from. I know where sure. Aquafina's coming from. It's true. I know where everybody's coming from. I like that. Oh, yeah. But also, it's it's like, that's also the better way to make a romantic comedy. Because I, so. I feel like, for the most I part, so. it's like about... It's yeah. like women are the majority audience. Yeah. So why not give a better, stronger perspective? It's something that they don't do a lot. It's oh. weird. All right, Marcus. <laughs> uh, did you like this movie? Uh, yeah. I love this movie. I thought it was great. Yeah! It was really, really good. It. Killing really, it. really good. Marcus, would you suggest this movie? I would recommend this movie to give everyone to, to on the tell planet. Them why, tell them why to listen to This movie is just great. No, it's talk, just, talk it's to our listener. Don't talk to me. Talk okay. to our listener. Kyle and Virginia, um, this is for you. I know you didn't watch this movie. Go watch this movie because it is excellent. It is not only one of the greatest romantic comedies ever made. It is just a solid, solid movie well, in spite of, of itself. Year, I would say. Yeah. And it's super important. It's it is important. super important. But if you're not the type of person to go see movies because they're important, it's just a good movie, too. I'm telling the people that don't see movies because they're important to see this movie because it's important. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Got it. And will you watch the sequel? Yeah, definitely. Hell definitely yeah, going to watch it. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous and awesome and fun. It was crazy. This it was is just what fun. a good romantic good comedy does. Yeah. A good romantic comedy, which are few and far between, I will admit, it does this thing where. It's funny. It's engaging. It's, but it also has this twinge of just romance, like underneath bolstering it. You know, yeah. it makes you believe in love. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's I think that's probably the job of a romantic comedy. Make By you the end in of love. it, make you believe at least a little bit more in love. Yeah, like that is possible in the world. You know, like even the bad ones. Like if it's I don't know if it's a romantic comedy if it's not doing that. You know. All right, Marcus. That's the podcast. What was the challenge the fan gave us? Oh. Um, my dad wrote a porno. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Do you know the premise of the show? Uh, I'm assuming his dad wrote a porno. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Thanks to Chris House at House Chris. We will be doing your challenge. My dad wrote a porno. We just looked. We're going to do the first four episodes of season one. Guys, you never listened to it. Go listen to it with us. Tweet at us to let you know you're listening. And we will talk about it next week. And we will come back and uh, hopefully have good things to say about my dad wrote a porno. Yeah. I hope I hate it. Did your dad ever write a porno? I didn't know my dad.